0: Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me again today for a bonus Q and A session with Humaira Shahed, who is the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer and Vice President of Talent Development at Intuit, which you know as the big software company that is focused on prosperity around the world. And Yumira has a, had a great career in talent development, working in consulting and then electronic arts before coming into it. And you can hear more of her story as well as her philosophy on talent development and the work she's done in the full interview that we did about career development and all the work they're doing at Intuit. And today's my bonus Q&A session where I ask Yumira about Her greatest career accomplishment, one of her biggest failures, what she thinks is one of the biggest challenges in talent development today, the biggest trend that she's following. And I asked her for a book recommendation as well as her career advice. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Here we go. All right, we are back for a bonus round Q&A with Humira Shahid from Intuit. Humira, we had a great conversation about all the work that you're doing at Intuit. I want to ask you a couple of questions about your own career. What has been your proudest moment or biggest accomplishment in your career so far?
1: Are. Oh, that's like such a big, I'm so, I'm, I'm not good at recognizing myself. I will, I will say that. Um, I would say that one of the biggest moments that I'm really, I don't know if it's a moment, but it's that anytime I'm in an environment, I would say it's connecting to the transformation of the organization. And, um, and I was talking about this when we talked earlier about Intuit, like coming in at a time where the company is transforming and you kind of know where's the organization going? What's the business strategy? And then immediately saying, how is the talent strategy going to be able to, how do we pivot that and shift it to support where we want to go? Uh, And doing it quickly so that it's not a reactive, it's actually people are leading. They're like the tip of the spear versus the afterthought of, oh yeah, we got to figure this out. And I would say in the last, um, and when I was at, I spent 15 years at, at EA and we went through multiple transformations. And I would say each time though, it was like, where are we going as a company? And what what talent do we need to get there? And what do we need to shift to make that happen? And so when you start to build a track record, I think of being where it matters Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: having impact, that's where I think I do my best work. Um, and then you're able to then make sure that you've got the talent ready when you need it. And I would say that I am we did that with engineering um, at, at EA in a big way and we're now on the path to doing that with um, you know with Intuit as well, which is do we have the talent we need when we need it from a development perspective versus putting all the pressure on hiring or acquisition?
0: Yeah, and what I'm hearing is, the pride of being intentional and strategic versus always being reactive. Like, Oh, this happened and we had to react to that, but no, we planned this out. We got ahead of this. We made the right decision. And then we made this transformation and we did it again and again, which is really cool. Flip side of that, Yamira, what's been one of your biggest mistakes or failures in your career and what did you learn from it?
1: It's, um, I made, I'll be really specific on this one. I, um, and this is recent because I suffer from recency bias too. Um, I've made many mistakes and learned learn from them, um, That it's sometimes when you get a new situation, you want to move too fast. And and I know in my gut, like so the consulting part of me knows you don't do that. You step back, you ask a lot of questions, you, you know, you you don't keep moving forward. And I I came into a situation at, at one point where like the train was like definitely on the tracks, like it was speeding. And I jumped on board and I kept going with it. And I'm like, well, this won't do any harm. This won't do any harm. It's fine. Like we can we can do this. And you just get to the point where it had like the tracks have to be ripped out from under you you know and it was like this is not going to work this is not this is not part of the culture like this is all wrong you've chosen the wrong partner we've chosen the wrong approach to how to do how to do this this is around manager development work um and it's humbling right because your your gut knows better like i knew better but i kind of just got so swept up in we just got to move fast and we got to make progress and And sometimes you need to go slow to go fast. And it's an old adage, Mm -hmm. but I fell into the trap and I think we lost like a year
0: as Mm. a result of
1: that. And so there are real consequences to, you know, to doing that. Cause then you got to kind of go back to the beginning and rebuild and rethink and redo everything because now you're kind of, you felt like you were on shaky ground. Um, and so I just, I think it goes back to like, There are some tools in the toolbox that you just got to lean into. Right. And, and when you see a bunch of red flags, like just stop and say, these are real flags. Like don't, don't be tempted by just let's just move and let's just get the wins on the board because you didn't, I didn't get
0: wins. Right. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. A lot of of times we we move too slowly, right? A lot of people get frozen in indecision, but sometimes we're just like, yeah, we got to do this. And we just move too quickly. And you know, as a consultant, you're like, okay, we actually need to stop and go through the right strategy and and all this stuff. And, and, you know, but sometimes we ignore the red flags. I appreciate you sharing that. What do you think is one of the biggest challenges in talent development today?
1: uh, the amount of work that's facing all the people that we're trying to develop. Like we're trying to develop Mm -hmm. managers in these very new and and different ways and the ways that they haven't been like trained to do before. And so we're asking them to do their jobs. Most people working managers do the core of what we would call maybe, you know, management development. And then we're saying, we need you to be an inclusive leader. And we need you to like touch on really social justice and like really yep. polarizing conversations and be ready for that. You yep. know, we also need you to think about and diagnose well-being for your employees. I mean, we just keep going and and and. Oh, and figure out how to work in a hybrid environment because you know, we've never yeah. done that. Right. Um and so I think the biggest challenge is how do you sequence and give people room to breathe? Mm. Which is why one of my mantras with this whole return to work and hybrid environment is let's just learn our way there. Yeah. We didn't break anything when we went remote. We're not going to break anything as we move forward. Let's just kind of take a deep breath, there's no rush. And get, and so I think a lot of it is pacing and sequencing for people so that we don't overwhelm them. And then they're like, I don't wanna do this job. Because being a manager is one of the most important jobs in a company. And if we make it so unappetizing, <laughs> Yeah. People are going to say, I don't want that. Yeah. It's not worth it. And instead we want it to feel like, no, this is, you know, this is such a great opportunity to grow other people.
0: Right. Yeah. That, so I that, think that, that's a big one. That classic, you, you know, you're a manager now keep doing the same job you're doing, but you need to manage all these people, coach all these people don't you to go through this inclusion stuff and do all these things. Communicate yeah, regularly. It's overwhelming. It's a, it's a lot. So we got
1: to help them. You know, we've got to help them in pieces.
0: We do. That's a big challenge. What is one of the biggest trends that you're following in talent development that you're excited yeah. about right now?
1: So this is a trend and we'll see if I, I, I'm excited about it cause I don't know how it's gonna land. It's the commoditization of learning. Mm. So there have been so many amazing partners um, and platforms that have emerged, right? That are taking the like masterclasses example, right? Like you're trying to take the best of what's out there and putting it in one place. And so you're having to start to ask yourself, okay if that's gonna become more democratized and accessible which is great, actually there's some goodness to that. Uh, what is the role of organizations In talent development, and what is what is our unique value? What matters, right, in an organization when you can get so many things just on your own, um, you know, by googling it or like joining, you know, um, some kind of there's many. Choose your pick, you know, learning organizations to get your get your content to build your skills. Um, And so that's a trend. It's like, will we continue to commoditize that? Will it will it consolidate at some at some point in time? Um, who will be the players that emerge as the best for what kind of content? And then how do companies then use that? What will be a company's responsibility versus what an individual wants to do over time? And I think that Mm -hmm. that that change is just starting and it's being amplified with the whole idea of um, this kind of the skills economy. Yeah. So so I'm definitely staying close to that.
0: I like it. Is there a book or a TED Talk that has made an impact on you or that you often recommend, or at least you've read recently that you like?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I've read your book. So there's that. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Well, you know, and it's an oldie but goodie. And I talked about it in the, you know, the, the original talk. I mean, I do think that the, the work that we all love Brene Brown, like she's a huge, you know, she's very, very well-known, but I think that the conversation that she started 11, 12 years ago on vulnerability, which felt like it was more on the fringe is now like so mainstream. And I just fundamentally believe in that, right? Like we know when leaders are vulnerable, people connect to them. You know, we know when people show aspects of their whole life you know p- people respond to that you know in in kind and so there's just more and more of that in the workplace and i think i've spent a lot of and the well-being sort of wave that's that's emerged it's also tied to that being open and authentic with not only what you're great at but what you're struggling with uh and so i think that's a big so that's a theme that i i definitely have been doing a lot more reading on Um, you know, well-being and like brain science, you know, the power of like, you know, like we talked about gratitudes and the power of um, sleep and, Mm -hmm. you know, and meditation and just uh, time. Like, how do you manage time? All of these things I think are just becoming such a big part for me personally around um, how do I stay well and be well and also perform well. And so Mm -hmm. that's, um, that's kind of what I'm gravitating towards or have been drawn to recently.
0: Yeah. I'm passionate about all those things. I think they're all so, so important. You know, all got mentions in my book, I appreciate you mentioning my book as well, but Brene Brown has created just so much amazing content with her books and Ted talks and and podcasts.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Inspired so many people. Last question for you, Humira, for those listening who are looking for ways to accelerate their success in talent development, what's one more piece of advice you would give?
1: Yeah. So, you know, this field is, I mean, I love this field. Clearly I've talked about that. I've spent my whole life in it, um, which may not be the case for my children or future generations, but I, I really, really do. And the same sister that I mentioned in the other conversation, Andy, looked at me when she started to relook at her career and reevaluate it and said, You seem to really like what you do. And I'm like, I, I genuinely do. Yeah, um, I genuinely do. And what I what I think I would offer is talent development is getting bigger and bigger. And there's a place for everyone. If you love data, there's a place for you in this field. You know, if you love skill development, there's a place for you. Instructional design, there's a place for you. There is a place for people that um we need marketers, right? Because discovery is such a uh, a challenge now. And so there's so many parts of talent development, I think, that are changing that you want to sort of figure out where do you go broad and learn the most and at some point where do you kind of narrow in and go deep to really get that that you know that craft domain and that knowledge that really fires you up uh and i think that'll make all the difference like get enough exposure because there's so much in this field now and then kind of figure out where you want to go narrow and deep because there is depth of expertise in this field um, as well which is one of the things i love about it um, and then you can pull out again as you take on more manager, you know, responsibilities, or you become right. a you know senior leader or an executive. You'll pull out again. Right. Um, I'm by no means an expert in all of the areas that I manage, <laughs> yep. um, but I certainly have a, a deeper you know craft in in some of them, and so right. um, and I really lean into that.
0: Absolutely, such great advice that anybody can take advantage of. We have a growing field. There's so many different opportunities. Yeah. Go try some different things. Follow try your something. curiosity, right? And always yeah. you know, shift and go try something else. Humaira, this has been great. Once again, another great conversation. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And we'll talk again soon.
1: Sounds great, Andy. Thank you.
0: All right. That will do it for our bonus Q&A session with Humaira. Ahead from Intuit. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I loved talking with Humaira. She's got so much great stuff to share. She's clearly so energetic and enthusiastic and passionate about talent development and all the work that she's doing there. It really comes out and it shows. And this is one of my favorite interviews as a result and hope that we can have her back on in the future. Thank you again for listening. I want to remind you that our podcast is sponsored by the Talent Development Think Tank membership community. It's the number one place to go. To connect with other people in talent development, learn from thought leaders and guest speakers like Humira, who will be joining us soon in the Talent Development Think Tank, as well as other great speakers and great topics that we're covering on a regular basis, like career development, building a learning culture, building a coaching culture, so many, so many other topics, HR technology, and much, much more. If you do not belong to a community like that, you need to come check us out. We, we are humans, we are social creatures. We need to be together. We need to learn from other people and we can't just stay in our little silo in the work that we do. So come check out our community. Come join us for a call. Join for a month. See if you like it. Our website, again, is tdtt.us as in Talent Development Think Tank. And when you sign up, you can use code HOTSEAT, H-O-T-S-E-A-T to take 10% off for being a podcast listener. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you and I will talk to you next time.